to horror hour. All right, hello, and welcome to the Horror Hour, a place we discuss, we debate, we disagree on all things horror. I'm one of the co-hosts here, Yutaka. Hello. And today I'm joined with George. Hello. And then with us, we have a special guest, which I'm really excited. Um, this year's kind of icon, um, we've got Melanie Stone, who has been in Deadstream and to Helen back. Hi. Hello. Thank you. High praise. It's like, it's hard for me to accept, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, oh. I have to ask, um, first off, just what has it been like doing kind of the festival rounds? Because I know you did that with Deadstream. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I did it more with Deadstream than with VHS. Mm -hmm. I went to Fantastic Fest, which was awesome. And I'm really sad. I missed out on Beyond Fest. I heard that like, it was so fun, um, mm -hmm. the Beyond Fest crowd. So bummed I missed out on that. But with Deadstream, um, South by Southwest was crazy and wonderful um it's funny I <laughs> I ended up I wasn't gonna go just because just for like you know as an actor you're broke you're broke most of the time but <laughs> Vanessa and Joseph were like hey you can room with us <laughs> so I ended up like sharing a room with them and I mean they're amazing like I I, I love those guys. They're, they're so great. We've been friends for a long time, but yeah. So there was no personal space. We were all up in each other's business on for South by, um, and it was all very surreal to like, see something you've worked really hard on, like up on, on the big screen. And then for people to like it, because I mean, making a movie is hard enough. And then to like make a good movie is like, it's even harder to make a good movie. So, um, it was just really validating to see people, like digging it um I mean the praise I I mean I do I love Deadstream and getting to see it on the big screen and just seeing everybody's reactions have been so great because it's so funny and the jump scares and oh my god I yeah no so I I could understand that but I mean Deadstream deserves all the praise it gets yeah yeah I I agree um Joseph and Vanessa did such a good job of like having a scary thing and then immediately having a funny thing like right after like there's there's so many moments in there that I'm like that genuinely scared me and now I'm laughing and <laughs> um I think that's a hard thing to accomplish so like kudos to them that that was all of them um yeah I just think of that part I mean am I allowed to give spoilers am oh, I yeah no yeah, the okay. movies have been out go for it <laughs> But the part when it's like the creatures underneath the bed and it's like kind of moving and then it like darts at Sean and then he runs out of the room and he has the rope tied to him and he just like falls and like that <laughs> moment, like it still scares me that like bed part and then I'm just laughing and it's like, ah, oh, it's, it's, I love that. 
I love it. So they they both and we said uh, when we obviously we spoke with um both Vanessa and Joseph regarding the film as well and just saying how great it is from for me. I mean I I'm a huge fan footage fan. So to you know and there, uh, there's been over the years maybe a lull in terms of quality of found footage because it can be difficult. Um, but these both these films were fantastic and like, I was like yes, found footage is back. You know we're getting into it and um the acting was top notch so I wanted to ask you know did you have much of an input when it came to your characters for both Deadstream and Helen back in terms of the way you portrayed them yeah yeah Joseph and Vanessa are both like really great at collaborating um with Deadstream it's like hard for me to remember because it was so long ago um when we started making it I mean we shot it in 2020 uh, but I, yeah, I remember that they were very receptive to like collaborating with Mabel. It's a little, it's clear because we, we shot it earlier this year. Um, yeah, I remember like going on a walk with Joseph and Vanessa and they like pitched me to Helen back and they talked about the Mabel character. Um, and we just kind of like for the next hour, we just were talking ideas and I just like got really excited about it. And, um, yeah, I think they they were definitely receptive to like collaborating on it. Like the whole like Mabel persona, like I would I would record. Joseph asked me, he was like, "Hey, I don't want it to I don't want it to be gimmicky or anything, but could you like do a voice? Could you do like a voice?" <laughs> I'm like a, a voice, a voice. Okay, so then I would like record myself just doing weird voices and I would send it to them and they would give me feedback you know it'd be like uh less of that or like yes more of that and I think we landed on like because it's in my memos on my phone I think I, I labeled it smoker Mabel is kind of <laughs> like the direction <laughs> went with. Um, that's great <laughs> I love that. I and I remember I think I forgot if it was Joseph or Vanessa who shared like the little short that they um put out there um of you and Joseph. Yeah. I was dying. I was like, oh so, man, that is hilarious. And and then I was just like, oh, because to Helen back was just such a wild ride. And mm -hmm. I, I'm curious in terms of, you know, both. I think Deadstream and to Helen back, it, it was very physical. And so how was it doing like either practical stunts or just being that, uh, the physicality of portraying those characters? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll start with Deadstream and then go to Mabel. So Deadstream, um, I I remember I approached Joseph and Vanessa, I was like, hey, we we need to get like, we need to get some stunt people in here. Cause it's like, there's some amazing things that happen, but like, Stairfall, I'm not doing a stairfall. Uh, and Joseph, you are not jumping out that window. Like, I think, I mean, you'll have to ask Joseph, but I'm pretty sure he was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, I'll do it. And I'm like, no. And there's an amazing like stunt team here in Utah. Um, Corbett McAllister, he was our stunt coordinator. And so he pulled everybody together. And um, so I didn't do, I didn't do the stairfall or the part like that wide shot when um, she's on top, it's like when you first see Mildred and I might call, I might be like calling Mildred and Mabel, like I apologize if I call Mabel, Mildred and Mildred, yeah. Mabel. Uh, <laughs> but I got it right, I got it right. Uh, Mildred, when you first see her when she's like hanging and then, you know, I get on top of um, Joseph's shoulders. So the wide shot when they collapse onto the ground, that is also, her name was Wex, she, she did, 
the stunts that I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And also on the stairfall she got, I was either a chunk of wood or a nail. In my mind, I'm like, it was a nail. She got a nail through her hand. And it was probably, it was probably a wood chip or something. But I remember thinking like, see, that's why, that is why we have a tough person. Um, but I did do, yeah, there was other things that I did. Like I did like the drop and like, I mean, what else did I do? It's so, it's so long ago, but I, I enjoy the physical stuff. It's the prosthetics that like, I have such a hard time with. And Mildred was much harder for me than Mabel. Mabel wasn't, Mabel actually wasn't bad at all in terms of the prosthetics. Um, but at the very end with Mildred, when there's like that mouthpiece that I have in, mm -hmm. um, and I had to like keep it in um for like long periods of time and I couldn't like swallow my spit and it was like I don't want to say ripping in my mind it was like it was ripping the corner of my mouth open like in my head it was like it was this whole mind thing where I was like oh no like we're gonna take this off and like my, this side of my mouth will be like torn open like that's what's gonna happen but it wasn't like that didn't happen that didn't happen <laughs> it, but that's what was going on in my mind as we were like shooting that and Vanessa was like I mean Joseph was so in it with playing Sean that you know he had to focus on that but Vanessa was very like cognizant of like okay like let's do this like Melanie's uncomfortable come on you guys um, <laughs> I am like forever grateful for that because I, I was being a bit of a baby that like I have so much respect for creature actors who can get in like those full prosthetics and just like deliver these incredible performances because I'm like ah like I just want to rip everything off my face like oh. constantly just like I don't like things on my face but anyway Mildred sorry not Mildred I did it Mabel was <laughs> um that was just a blast for me like because I feel like I'm a bit of a spaz. Like I'm always trying to like remind myself to like be cool, be like be chill, you know. <laughs> but there is this part of me that's like, like just needing an excuse to like let loose. And so Mabel was very much that where I was like, oh, I'm getting permission to be like a total freak right now. And like it was yeah. Mabel was really fun for me. Like, yeah. That's the end. <laughs> I I, Mabel was, I mean, Mabel was kind of the star. Let's, let's yeah. all be serious. It was just, oh my gosh. I, I'll let you ask that next question. Yeah. Bouncing <laughs> off that, what you just said, you know, obviously VHS, when it came back last year with like a bang and it was like you know, the, the biggest, you know, on Shudder. And now, and now of course this is the biggest, you know, a lot of people from last year, you know, Hail Rotmer was the thing people were talking about. This year, it seems to be Mabel. So I wanted to ask, how does it feel to be this year's Hail Rotmer? Like this, everyone's talking about like Mabel is the icon of, of VHS 99. Yeah, that... It, I mean, I feel, I feel like over, like it's a combination of like feeling like overwhelmed and grateful. And then um, like, oh, are you, are you guys sure? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> but also it's like very validating to, to like play such a strange character and have people like it. Um, I was having a conversation with a friend about this. I feel like Mabel was very much a gift to like my younger self that felt like I couldn't be weird. I couldn't, like I had to kind yeah. of like hide, hide myself a bit. So um, 
Yeah, it was very validating, like that this was the role that people were excited about. Um, so yeah, validating. And like, I don't know what the word is when you, you feel like maybe it's like imposter syndrome when you're like, uh, like, uh, yeah, like the, are you sure? Like, what is yeah. that? <laughs> I, I think that is like, um, yeah, imposter or um, like your inner saboteur where you're constantly like, you're just talking yourself down, like making you think like, oh, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be received. Yeah. When honestly, I, it, it, I, I mean, clearly when Mabel died or I was just like, oh, what happened? <laughs> I was like, no, but I know it's VHS 99. No one really lives. I was yeah, like, no. no one lives. No one lives. But I mean, she's already dead and in hell. So like, I imagine, like to me, she just got like, she just has like holes in her stomach now. Like, <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs> I think that's good. I imagine there's a hospital in hell that like sews up the demons and things like when they get a bit too raucous, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but that leads me on to my next question then, um, talking about like being in sort of, you know, in pain. Um, who do you think, you know, we're talking about Mabel and Mildred, mm-hmm. That's we're doing VV. Who's winning in that fight? Who's coming out at the end? Oh, mm, you know what? I hate to say it because I... Because I definitely am like more on the side of Mabel, but I think Mildred, I think Mildred just has more tricks up her sleeve. Like Mabel, yeah, Mabel like puts on a front, like she's tough, but what she's really good at is like running away and hiding, you know, (laughs) like that's like her, her like top notch skill, I think is like stealth. Um, but yeah, I think Mildred would win. I, but I don't know, maybe like, maybe Mabel would like shock us and like do something that I don't know, maybe like, it'd be one of those fights where you're like, okay, obviously it's going to be Mil- Mildred and then Mabel somehow comes out on top. So I would like for Mabel to come out on top. Yeah, Jeez. say, I mean, you know, and Mabel survived all this time in hell. You never yeah. know. Yeah, right, right. I could see, hmm, I could see Mabel like working for Mildred, but <laughs> I like that yeah. too. Yeah. But oh, also, I like, would not want to deal with that combination. Oh my gosh! Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> um, you know, so with filming to Helen back, I remember talking with uh, Joseph and Vanessa. That location, how was it there? Because like middle of nowhere, no light, no cell service. That that is a horror film right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that location was so cool. I mean, we shot in um, a couple outdoor locations. We shot. Uh, at the Fillmore Lava Tubes and then um, it's called Fantasy Canyon and like you can't just like you can't just type it into your phone and it's not it's not going to pull up like you have to know how to get there already and you're like driving on this dirt road and there's like wild horses galloping and you're just like whoa yeah wild horses it was very yeah. magical but the closest hotel like, the closest hotel is an hour away um closest anything is an hour away really but yeah it I mean, I don't know that I'd want to be there by myself at night, but like being there with the film crew at night was like so fun. It was so fun. I 
loved it. We had to go, I went with Joseph and Vanessa. I think we went there twice to just like run blocking and get really comfortable with the paths because a lot of the time I was running off into like the pitch black and I would just be like okay hopefully I don't run into a a rock or something like so yeah I when it would get dark like I'd start off running and then it would end with me like going like this like making sure I wasn't gonna like slam into something and like yeah anyway um so that was exciting because it's like who knows? Who knows? If <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh the gosh! Of filming, it gets you. You know, you never know where you're going to film and, and what happens. Well, that actually, you know what? Let's just get moves into my next question of talking about jumping back to Deadstream real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe was that an actual haunted house? And do you have any creepy stories of when you were filming there? Any bumps in the night? Yeah, dude, that place. I think it was haunted. I really do think it was haunted like there was especially so the setup of the house and I'm forgetting all the names like what we called them in the movie but the bedroom the bedroom the scene the scene where we did the seance mm-hmm, or, yeah. or the board scene I dude I could like feel like you could just it was like weighted you know like mm. I remember they were shooting upstairs <laughs> and I remember coming in the house and I like just walked by the doorway and I just remember like I had to get away like I had to get away and yeah. I just like ran up the stairs and was just like okay this is cool it's cool it's cool be calm, be calm. <laughs> but I didn't have any like like doors opening I didn't have any of that other people did though um so yeah I think I think some of like the art people and makeup people have some stories so see you know i put on a front i'm a scaredy cat i would be the first person out of that house i'd be Mm -hmm. absolutely not yeah yeah so well Um, i don't know if you heard this but the first i think it was the first day of shooting jared um the other producer in our dp like he had batteries in his pocket and they just like melted like he got battery acid all over his leg like oh my god yeah yeah (laughs) and it was like we were like do we go to the hospital and I think he was just like he just was like I think we got baking soda or something I can't remember how we fixed it but he was like no like we just gotta like get on water on it (laughs) keep going I love that (laughs) that's dedication Yeah. yeah but I think I think that was the house I think that was the house that messed with those batteries because like what like they were just like little batteries like they were they don't just like, like yeah do that <laughs> it was the house um you know something i like to um ask people that come on here um you know in the past 365 days um was there a moment in horror that surprised you it could be a movie a character um you know, whether it be behind the scenes or on camera, I'm just curious, what was something that really just made you like, oh, horror's back or, you know, you were just so excited for the genre? Yeah. Um. So I can talk about like any movie that I've seen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I know everybody's been talking about it and I'm going to bring it back up, but like Barbarian, like that. What? You think you're watching one kind of movie and then it switches and then it switches again and then... And then like 
the swan dive like (laughs) oh my god i remember in theaters i'm like what is happening i don't even know how to (gasps) i know i know and just that like the first part when it's like this it's almost like this rom-com setup but horror like i've never seen that i've never seen that and i was really digging it i was Uh, telling pete or people i was just like I've never looked at that scars card that way, but that way he was charming. Dude. What is going on? He's like he's like king of creepy hot, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and I I thought he was gonna be bad. Well, they threw me for a loop on that one. Right. Same. I was like, he's got he's got to be the bad guy, and it's like, no, he's not. He's not. I was like, oh, poor Keith. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's such so a good, good movie. I know. I agree. I agree. I'm trying to think of anything else that might have. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of anything else. And it's probably because Barbarian. I just watched it last week. So I think it's like on the forefront of my mind. And I just keep like thinking about it. Also, the shot when um, what do they call her mama? What do they call her? The, uh, I think, yeah, mother or mom. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The part when it's that shot. <sighs> Dang it. And I'm forgetting the main character, the one who was a rapist asshole oh he was yeah at the door mm. he was at the door he's about to go into like the really bad dude's room and the shot when mother like she comes in to frame you see her coming out of the dark and she stops and then she like backs wow. out i'll like be laying in bed thinking about that shot just like <laughs> how creepy like this coming in stopping and then like the back mm. away what 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 like she wouldn't even go that uh, yeah yeah, i I immediately it my like i just like i had that sinking feeling in my stomach (laughs) and during that scene i just like what Uh, is going to happen next and oh my gosh i oh that movie was so unsettling in the best way like my blood pressure was just through the roof um I, you know, and that's, I would have to say, like, because independent horror has been thriving and somewhat saving the box office at times, just whether it be critical praise or just in terms of dollars. So I'm so happy to see all these productions just get their moment to shine. And Barbarian shocked everyone. And I think that's great. Yeah. It's such a great year for horror, actually, 2022. I wasn't, like, expecting it at the beginning. I was like, oh, my God. And then, like, by the end of the year, I'm like, there's been so much great stuff. And I'm like, I'm like oh, my God, where do we go next? Like, what's, you know. We still have, like, holiday horror coming up. Like, yeah. it's crazy. And these two guys just, um, or uh, George and our other co-host, Liam, sat down and watched Terrifier 2 for me. Because I've already seen it. It's, I, <laughs> and so I can't wait to see their reaction, but. It's a crazy film, to put it this way. But it's great to see it doing so well in the box office, like, you know, for an independent horror film. And that's why I'm like, yes, come on. This, if this can get in there, maybe 2023, we can get some more independent horror. Because it's great to see the big, you know, blockbuster horror franchises. But to get a bit more of that indie stuff in there, I think would be really good. And I'd, I'd like to know then, sort of, um, as maybe like a final question, you know, what what's next for you in terms of the future? What have you got cooking up over the next few months year yes old yeah I so there's a couple there's a couple horror films that I'm like I'm trying to get off the ground Mm. they're not greenlit so 
and they're also they weren't written by me either so i'm like i hesitate to share anything more than that just out of mm-hmm. out of respect for the who like who it belongs to um but i do have this i do a rock opera every year and it's it's like a very spooky moody angsty rock opera it's called deep love um we encourage audience members to show up in funeral attire because everyone in the show dies. Oh so it's just- I'm in love. Yeah. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I I love this show so much. I got to co-direct it this year and I, I've been helping produce it. Um, the music is so good. Like, ugh, it's so good. It's one of the things that I like love most. Anyway, we're going to do a Valentine's show because like we need that. We need like- valentine's is like i don't know it's just one of those holidays that just makes me feel kind of like this like you yeah. know same yeah like actually let's have let's have this like love story that goes terribly wrong like let's have this for all of for the rest of us who don't want <laughs> to celebrate it how like mainstream people celebrate valentine's day <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with being mainstream, it's fine. No. But um, but that sounds like a fun time. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's yeah. a rock opera? It's a rock opera. So it's all rock and roll. And it's not opera in the sense of like... I'm thinking like of like... Yeah. yeah, it's rock and roll. So it's all, it's a story told entirely through song. And that's that's where the opera aspect comes in. in but it's rock it. and roll. That's it's, so awesome. It's so good. We We recorded it. We recorded it this year. And so we're going to have... We're going to have a recording out because we did a show in Chicago. So we we taped it and we recorded the audio. So we'll have like like a, a video you could actually watch and then, you know, just also listen to the music as well if you want. Oh, so I don't know. Stay posted because I'm very excited for it. I, I am. That sounds that that is like right up my alley. I have been I've been loving a lot of horror films, but I've also been loving. Um, just, I love music. And okay. so I, that just, oh my God, I'm oh, that like, like that gives me chills because yeah. I would love to see that and like sitting in an audience and dressing up in funeral yes. attire. In funeral attire. And a lot of people do skull makeup because there's this character called Old Bones. He's dead from the beginning. He's kind of like, he's our villain. He's like the narrator. Um, and yeah, people kind of go crazy for that character. And he's so like, He's so rock and roll. Like this year he was like, he plays guitar too. He's the lead singer of this band called Queen Adilla. His name's Chase McKnight. And yeah, there's times when he just like gets his guitar and he's just like with skull makeup and he has this epic like Lucius Malfoy hair that's like, oh, cool. and he's yes. just on the guitar. And I'm just like, <laughs> like fangirling. I am gonna, <laughs> y'all, I will, I will find links and put this down below. Keep yeah. an yeah, eye okay. out because that sound, like I may have to make it's a vibe. trip. Cause yes. that sounds amazing. Like yes. that is I'll tickets for you guys. Oh my God. <laughs> I'll fly over. Let's go. I don't care. I, 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 I mean, so you said now this takes place then in Utah or like, does it also, you said in Chicago? Yeah. So this year, so we do it every year in Utah and we have okay. like, we have our cult following that come, they come out and they dress up and um. but this year we got invited to go to Chicago. There was a theater, there was, um, there was someone who owned the theater and and she or works at the theater and she uh, had heard the music and she believed in the show. So she invited us out and it was so great. It was so great. Like 
Uh, I'm anyway. gonna keep my eye out. Uh, Chicago's eye like out. a like six hour, you know, train ride, but I'll still fly out to Utah because this sounds like absolutely like oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like. There- there's a there's a live recording on Spot, Spotify from 2017. Just so you know, the show has changed a lot. Like there's new songs, kind of different versions. Like this year, we leaned way more into like the rock and roll aspect. But um, but if you did want a, a little taste, there is uh, yeah, Deep Love, a ghostly rock opera. It's on Spotify, but it is from 2017. So I have to I'm say so that I, I I have improved drastically on my vocals. So it, I'm yeah, I feel a little hesitant to be like, hang on, wait, don't listen, but yeah. also listen with knowing that uh, I'm better now. So <laughs> I am. I, I will be listening to this later today. Yeah. Like I I seriously, you have no idea. I love just the idea of thinking that seeing that on stage oh my gosh yeah y'all if if, go check that out and just keep an eye out because I will definitely so I just want to say thank you so much this this means a lot to us but also again Deadstream was wonderful to Helen Back was incredible um Joseph Vanessa we adore them but also I mean you're just amazing so thank you so much thank you thank you guys for having me like yeah I appreciate it yeah, that's all. Good feeling. <laughs> and with that, we'll just say thanks everybody for listening and watching. And until next time, bye. Bye. You have been listening to the Horror Hour. See you next time.